Welcome back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center. It is sponsored by Acres. They are the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. What a special treat for us tonight to be joined by one of the all-time Husker great black shirts in Grant Wistrom, who is going to be inducted into the Orange Bowl Hall of Fame later this month, and he joins us now. And Grant, great to see you. Great to have you on with us tonight. Hey, Ben, how's your how's that life for you right now? Uh, yeah, Greg, first of all, thanks for having me on. It's always good being on with you. Uh, life is great, just super busy like it is for everyone else right now. But um, just enjoying this time of year, trying to spend as much time as we can with friends and family and appreciating what we have. That's what it's all about, my friend. All right, three Orange Bowl appearances in your career. Tell me how you found out you were going into their Hall of Fame. Uh, you know what? I, I got a, a phone call and... Uh, gentleman said hey you know i forget it who initially called from the orange bowl committee said hey this is mike from the orange bowl committee just want to let you know you know you made the hall of fame and i always take phone calls like that with just tempered a little bit because my brothers are known to mess with me a little bit so you never know if things like that that come down the pipe are real or uh tracy's trying to pull one over on me so I actually Googled the guy's name, saw that he was actually affiliated with the Orange Bowl committee, and, and then it, it kind of all set in. Uh, and obviously very excited and humbled, and I honestly didn't know that they had an Orange Bowl Hall of Fame, but really honored to be a part of it. Well, and you're certainly a great recipient of that honor. Let's, let's go down memory lane a little bit. Let's go back to the first one. You were a pup. Uh, that was that Miami game. And, you know, just give me some thoughts about the week and going into that game and trying to win the first national title for Coach Osborne. What was, what was all that like? Uh, you know, as a freshman going into that situation and, and knowing what the guys, you know, happened the year before down there, I'm just doing everything I can to stay out of the way, uh, get my work done, uh, not be a distraction to anyone else and just do everything I possibly can to help win and help those guys win because I know how much it hurt them when they lost the year before. So uh, that was just keep your head down, keep grinding, stay out of trouble, and, and, and show up and get ready to kick butt on game day. How mouthy were the Hurricanes? Uh, you know, I think it just comes with being from the state of Florida. Uh, you're going to just naturally chirp a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, man, they did. it From the very beginning, that was, you know, they just knew they had that ball game won. And uh, it was kind of neat going back. I, I got to go back and watch the day-by-day -day documentary um, that they're, you know, they've been working on for a long time now and showed a bunch of old video and footage from the Hurricane players. And I had really forgotten just how cocky, not confident, just outright cocky, uh, how cocky they were about that. They, they had that game in hand. That game was won before they ever set foot on the field. Grant, we've heard stories that, that Coach Osborne at halftime kind of laid out how the second half was going to go and that they were going to wear down and we were going to overtake them in the fourth quarter. Is all that true? Yeah, I mean, you've seen the footage. They recorded it. The guy, he called it. And, uh, you know, and I, and I remember the speech. And, I you know, I remember him saying that. And I always forgot who it was that um, they took a swing at and actually who – the guy was that put his hands down and let him, you know, he accepted that shot and took, and we got a 50-yard penalty out of it. And it was Christian Peter. I had no idea it was him. And, you know, everybody thinks that, you know, that would be the first guy to swing back. But in a situation like that, that would be the first guy to push somebody's buttons and the last guy to swing back. Christian was a smart player, a very passionate player. But he was, I mean, when somebody were to take a swipe back at somebody, 
during a game, that's being incredibly selfish. That's putting yourself above the team. Uh, and Christian is not that guy. Christian was a team first player at all times, and it was never more evident in that moment right there. We're visiting with Husker great Grant Wistrom is going to be inducted into the Orange Bowl Hall of Fame uh, later during bowl season, joining us here on Sports Nightly. All right, the second, next year you go to the Fiesta Bowl, win the title over Florida. You go back to the Orange Bowl your junior season, and I'm sure that was disappointing, right? You'd lost the championship game to Texas a few weeks earlier. The team had a bad flu bug that went through that, that hurt the team that day. So you maybe weren't as excited about going to that Orange Bowl, but boy, did you put it on Virginia Tech in that game. Yeah, no, no, Greg, to say that we weren't excited, I don't know if I'd necessarily go that far. We were excited to go to the Orange Bowl for different reasons that year. Uh, you know, every bowl game that we seemed to play in had a lot of, a lot riding on it. You know, three national titles and four bowl games. So, you know, that bowl game, uh, sorry, we're talking, uh, the, the, I'm sorry, Greg. Virginia Tech game, the, the Virginia Tech bowl. game, yeah. Yeah. So that bowl game, we were excited to go down there just to have some fun. Yeah. And uh, we we did it right on South Beach that year. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Curfew a couple times, I think, snuck in, had to get woken up for a practice one day. Uh, but still, you know, when, when game time showed up, we were ready to strap up and put it on them. So you missed curfew. How'd that go over with Charlie? Charlie didn't find out about that one. You know, <laughs> you know luckily... You pay your dues long enough. You do the right things all the time. Um, then you get some hall passes every now and then. And uh, it was funny. And I don't know how much far I'll go into the story, but I'll share a little bit of it. Uh, Jason and I came home. It was probably 3 or 4 in the morning when we got in. And uh, we had to get up for practice at like 7 a.m. the next day. Because that, that's, you know, they, we didn't have a curfew really maybe, but they set practice early enough the next day that you're probably going to have a self-imposed curfew. And uh, we came home like 3 or 4 in the morning. I remember beating on one of the freshmen's door <laughs> and waking them up out of bed and telling them that if I wasn't at meeting in the morning, it was on him and we were going to have words about it afterwards. So, Needless to say, he was up in plenty of time, woke me up, and we all made it to meetings on time that day. Very good. Well, then you made that tough decision to come back for your senior year because you certainly were, were draftable and were going to be a high draft pick. How hard was that time in your life to make the decision to come back for one more go-around? Um, it wasn't hard. Um, you know, we, we cut, Jason and I both had kind of the same standards we had set that if – you know, we went in and we talked to Coach Osborne and, you know, the information he gave us told us that we weren't going to be top 10 picks. We knew we were coming back. And uh, Coach Osborne, obviously, just love him. And uh, we walked in and sat down and talked to him a little bit. And we kind of laid out our parameters for, you know, what we, for us to leave, this is what we thought we would need. And he said, okay, let's just make some phone calls, put it on speakerphone, called a few random, you know, I'm sure they weren't random, but just called some people connected in the NFL. And uh, the information we got back is that we weren't going to be first round or top 10 picks. Um, so when we knew that, I mean, it was, the decision was made right then. And uh, Jason and I just kind of, we went home, you know, we lived together at the time. We went home, probably had the decision made before we, got in the car and left the parking lot and you know from uh, south stadium there uh that we were coming back um just the way that our junior year went didn't sit right with this even from the very beginning the way that it went did not was not it wasn't our team that's not how we were going to go out and uh just when we received the information that you know we weren't going to be the draft picks that we wanted to be 
we knew what we were doing right then. So you come back, you guys had the magical 97 season, the miracle in Columbia, and then you go back to the Orange Bowl for a matchup with Peyton Manning in Tennessee, and you knew going in it was Coach Osborne's last game. What were the emotions like getting ready to play the Volunteers? It was electric, man. I mean, everybody felt it. Um, there wasn't a guy out there that wasn't going to give, wasn't going to sell his soul on that night to win a national championship for Coach Osborne. You know, and to say we weren't winning that for ourselves, we weren't winning that for university, we weren't winning that for the fans. That was that national championship was for one man and one man alone. Um, we all got to share in it. We all got to experience and be a part of it. But you would not have a group of guys. It, it was just we willed that national championship to happen. I mean, there were probably better teams than us out there, but we weren't going to be denied. It did not matter what the score was, where the ball was on the field, how much time was left on the clock. We were going to find a way to win every ball game that we played in. And uh, give him, and we didn't know that he was retiring you know, until the end of the season. But it just when we knew that and received that information, there was no way, no way in heck we were ever going to lose that football game. Oh, you're giving me chills. Again, Grant Wistrom with us going to be inducted into the Orange Bowl Hall of Fame. What's it like? Are you going to be able to take the family down there for the game? What, 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 what details do you know about this thing? Yeah, I'm going down on the 27th. I have like one event, one or two events every day. Um, you know, I have a feeling – that I'll be solo at a few of them. I'm not sure the wife and kids will want to go to all of it, but uh, they're excited about getting dressed up, excited about going to the football game. I, and, I, and I'm pretty sure they're more excited about actually being in Miami than honoring me and be a part of anything that honors me, but I'm okay with that. I know where I rank. But uh, we're just all really excited about it. It's just an awesome opportunity. The Orange Bowl has been such a big part of my family um, even long before I ever played in it. I grew up in Orlando. Um, I lived there for about seven years in the mid-80s. And at the time, my family, were we were OU fans, and OU pretty darn good back then. So that was our big Christmas gift every year, was getting tickets to the Orange Bowl to go down and watch OU play in it. So um, I've like Orange Bowl has been a part of my family's history and tradition for as long as I can remember. Uh, and to be included in it and to be a part of it now, uh, from here for forever is uh, really awesome. Uh, Couldn't be more, more than excited about it. And so well-deserved. I can't let you go without your thoughts about the current direction of the Husker program. I know you're back for a couple games this fall. Your, what were your initial thoughts when you heard that Coach Rural is now going to be the, the lead of the program? Um, you know, I don't know much about Coach Rural uh, other than that he's turned around two football programs. Um, and, man, I got to think if you can win at Temple – you better be able to win in Lincoln, Nebraska, too. And uh, so, you know, I, I guarded optimism, tired of being overly excited about things and just none of it panning out. But uh, I'm always a Husker fan. I will be till the day I die. And, you know, I hope Coach Rule gets it on track, gets him headed in the right direction, and uh, just put something out there that we as fans can all be proud of. Fantastic. Grant, congratulations again. Enjoy the holidays with your family. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. You, too. There he is, Husker Hall of Famer, and now Orange Bowl Hall of Famer Grant Wistrom with us. Join us on our Sports Alley Hotline, brought to you by Woodhouse, where you can shop your way from one of the 16 convenient locations or online at woodhouse.com anytime. 18 brands and a huge selection of pre-owned. You can always find what you're looking for with Woodhouse.